Vladimir and I, we, the, I should, shouldn't be so familiar. Uh, Mr. Zelensky and I uh, talked about the kind of guarantees we could make in the meantime. Ah, what kind of guarantees can we make in the meantime? I don't know. We just, we got right now, we're just going to settle for that cluster bomb thing. And, uh, you know, we'll get the kids and we'll worry about the rest later. That's uh, cluster bomb Biden over there in uh, Vilnius, Lithuania. You ever been to Lithuania, Michael? No? My best girl and I, we've been to Lithuania repeatedly. Um, and to uh, Latvia and Estonia. You know, if you're going to go to one, you should really go to all three. They're right there. They're only the size of shopping malls, pretty much the size of shopping malls. Latvia, Lithuania, Estonia. That's where Joe is. He missed the dinner last night. He must be hungry this morning. Missed the NATO dinner last night because he wasn't up to it. He, uh, the White House staff said he had been working four days, which uh, counts Saturday being on the beach in Delaware. It's a different kind of work schedule. And New York Times award-winning journalist and uh, lifelong Democrat Peter Baker declared this morning on Morning Joke They've got that show, Morning Joke. They pay him to do that show. And uh, Morning Joke, uh, Peter Baker revealed that Joe Biden's new work schedule is pretty much noon to four, Monday through Friday, weekends off, noon to four. Then get on the helicopter, go to Camp David, go to Delaware, go to, you know, stay in one of the big houses bought with his ill-gotten gains uh, from China and uh, all that good stuff. Uh, Also, the FBI director, Christopher Wray, is testifying on Capitol Hill today, which which is very thoughtful. I think he's probably going to sneer and be smug and tell half-truths. I'm just guessing. I uh, can't see the future. Okay, I can. (laughs) And I think that's pretty safe, pretty safe characterization of what's going to happen today. The House of Representatives, when the FBI Director Christopher Wray testifies about a whole range of things, a a veritable panoply of things. Um, But before we get to that, Let's go to, I just I got a quick story about New York City Mayor Eric Adams because this one made us, kind of made us laugh yesterday. I, you know, we play a certain amount of uh, Curtis Mayfield here on the, on the Chris Plant Show. It's part of our, our Mike McKay Music Library. It is. Uh, our music beds, they call them music beds in the radio business. Our music beds were uh, created and collected by the great Mike McKay, no longer with us, uh, signing the cross. And we miss Mike. Every day, but uh, it's his music, and I've noticed that a lot of other radio shows uh, poach. I'll use a polite term and say poach our music, uh, and they they use. I'm like, well, that's a pretty obscure tune to be using, and it's a, we use that today. And then you hear it on other radio shows uh, later in the day. Uh, let's say uh, a lot of people a lot of people poach a lot of things from our radio show because you know it's the it's the best radio show. So uh, naturally, a lot of people a lot of people poach. But never mind that. Curtis Mayfield is uh, is uh, featured, I would say, even somewhat prominently in our uh, in our music library, thanks to Mike McKay. And um, there is a uh, you don't get a lot of Curtis Mayfield stories out there, but there's kind of a Curtis Mayfield story that popped yesterday out of New York City, where the Democrat mayor there, Eric Adams, you know him. Here's the uh, the insider has the story. New York City mayoral uh, candidate. Eric Adams, this is, uh, this is a, an older story when he was uh, running for mayor. New York City mayoral candidate Eric Adams says his favorite concert 
He was at, because he's a Democrat and he's running, so they asked him what his favorite concert was. His favorite concert, right? They asked him what his favorite concert was, and uh, and he uh, he said it was the one where Curtis Mayfield got paralyzed on stage, which is a little weird, but then it got even more weird after that. So the New York City uh, mayoral front runner, the insider reporting, June 21st of 2021. Mayoral front, runner, uh, front runner Eric Adams says his favorite concert was one where tragedy struck. And the crazy thing about it is uh, Eric Adams, uh, a uh, Brooklyn Borough president and front runner uh, for the Democratic primary in New York City, uh, running for mayor, told Vanity Fair magazine, Vanity Fair, that his favorite concert, they asked him, hey, what was your favorite concert? What's your favorite food? Not like, what are you going to do about crime or homelessness or anything like that? And when you're a Democrat, these are the questions you get. What his favorite concert of all time was. So, right, then a 1990 show in Brooklyn where Curtis Mayfield was paralyzed in a horrific accident. He said, when asked what his favorite concert of all time was, he said, Curtis Mayfield at the Wingate Concert Series. That's what he said. At that concert, there was a rainstorm and the lights fell on Curtis Mayfield and they actually paralyzed him at the concert. He died a few years ago, but it was an amazing concert before that happened. Just so unfortunate. Just so unfortunate. However, the Los Angeles Times uh, reported on the concert at the time, and they noted that Curtis Mayfield had not yet begun performing uh, before the rig fell on him, crushing him and paralyzing him. Uh, It's not clear what part of the performance Eric Adams enjoyed before the accident took place. So I just, uh, that that story resurfaced yesterday. We were laughing about it because, you know, you get a simple softball question like, what was your favorite concert of all time? And you lie about it. (laughs) You just lie. There's a lie. Um, You know, so he was, he says he was at the concert where it, uh, there was a storm and the light rack fell and crushed the great Curtis Mayfield and, uh, and paralyzed him. A terrible, horrible story. But he hadn't started performing. He hadn't started playing. Not one song. And he says that was his favorite concert. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's the simple stuff. When they lie about the little stuff, you know that they're liars. His wife shouldn't believe anything he says because they got, they got that stuff going. Now, uh, let's, go to, uh, let's go to the telephones, Michael. And we'll get back to Joe Biden. And we've got LGBTQ. Got another... Teenage girl trying to swim like a normal person, but the Democrat Party has other ideas. So we've got that coming up. And the transgender candidate running for Congress uh, because the Democrats. And and uh, it's actually, you know, I, I, I always leave this stuff out, but it's an African-American woman who is a Democrat state rep in the state of Georgia who is leaving the Democrat Party. And she explains why. And I have that for you. That's coming up. Newsmax has that story. Got uh, got that coming up for you as well. Uh, so let's go to the telephones, Michael. Let's go. Wait a minute. We were talking about crime and mayhem in Washington, D.C. and murder and all kinds of crazy stuff. A, a young man murdered in uh, Washington, D.C. the other day um, at Catholic University. 25-year-old man from, uh, young man from Kentucky was in town for a conference, and he was murdered by a psychopath who, it turns out, uh, should have been in jail, but the Democrats let him out because they're Democrats and they love criminals. 
That's the thing about those guys. Uh, so let's let's go to the uh, let's go to the telephones, Michael. Let's what what let's go to let's is Mike it's Mike the Lib. Let's go to Mike the Lib calling from Gainesville, Virginia. Mike the Lib, you're on the Chris Plant show. Hey, Chris. Hi, Mike the yeah. Lib. All, all this violence or increase in violence is caused by the crazy Supreme Court ruling on the Second Amendment. Wait, wait a minute. The Supreme they, Court they, they, is they, responsible for violent crime in the United States of America? It's all yes, caused by? Yes, that's what you just said. Yes, it's because, all caused yes. by the, the Supreme no, Court's because, crazy ruling on the Second Amendment to the Bill of Rights yes, and the Constitution? Yes, especially because of Clarence Thomas is saying, if it wasn't a law in 1790, it can't be constitutional today. That's ridiculous. Well, that's not because what he said. He never said anything of the kind. Yes, he did. He <laughs> you have to go back to the precedent of the 1790s. That's exactly what he said. Yeah, if it wasn't the law, what you said is not what he said. If it wasn't a the law in se- Mike, it wasn't a precedent in 1790. Okay, it wasn't precedent. You're you're a little okay. emotional today. In, I think in that, the 1800s we had extensive gun control. It was never a problem with the Second Amendment. That's when you had the concealed carry laws against concealed carry. The only bad guys need, needed to carry weapons. So, that's so you think sheriff, yeah, that's the, when the sheriff? <laughs> that's when the sheriff basically have you take hand your gun over to him while you were in town. That was not against the Second Amendment. They understood the Second Amendment was for militia. It's only for militia. I saw that in that uh, movie, the shootout at the OK Can- uh, uh, Corral. That was that was a uh, that was a good one. But I think you're getting your history from Wagon Train or something, because uh, first no, of all, okay. first of all, Clarence Thomas is an originalist, but that uh, doesn't mean that he said it can't be a law now if it wasn't a law in the 1700s. No, he said it can't be constitutional. He said, and, and if it and, wasn't a precedent in 1790. Mike, that's exactly Ma- what he said. Mike is a liberal. That's exactly what he said. You're quoting him verbatim. I can tell. And uh, Mike, Mike, you just said that the reason that there is so much violent crime is because of the Supreme Court. Uh, yes, because we can't have effective firearms control. That's so you problem. think if there were better gun, gun control, now... We can't have effective gun safety. Gun you, safety. Gun safety. No, common sense gun safety measures. That's the official yeah. Democrat Party language that has been issued by the party right. that you are to use at all times. It's common sense gun safety measures that's what has right. been focus group tested by the Democrat Party and has been issued to people like you to be used in all public fora. For That's the plural of uh, forum. Now, so you're saying that uh, Jamie Massio, who shot and killed a 25-year-old man from Kentucky at Catholic University in Washington, D.C. the other day, um, you think that he had a concealed carry permit and he was carrying a legal no, gun? No, he basically had... He was basically charged with with with, with 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 owning a gun. But since we didn't have that precedent back in 1790, I'm sure that <laughs> the U.S. attorney was afraid that would be determined by the Supreme Court. Because yeah. we have that same case going now towards the right. Supreme Court. So you think you that know, the in, in Texas? You thought, let, let me let me talk now. Take your pills. Really Hang on. So when the U.S. attorney in Washington, D.C. dismissed the case, the, the weapons charge against Jamie Masio, uh dismissed the case on June 30th, and then five days later 
He murdered a young man from Kentucky at Catholic University. You blame the Supreme Court for that. Yes, I blame, I blame yes. the Supreme Court. All right. Not and you said... That the existing gun, law, gun laws uh-huh. apply. Yeah. They don't have to be 1790 gun laws. And, uh, yeah. and, and that's uh, what they're going to have a hearing on in, right. in the next Supreme Court session. Right. And, and you said the reason the U.S. attorney, you don't know this, you're just supposing this, the reason the U.S. attorney dismissed oh, the— drop it. You, you, you're, you're interrupting me a lot. The, uh, the reason the U.S. attorney in Washington, D.C. dismissed the case Friday, June 30th against Jamie Maceo, the weapons judge, is because he thought— that the Supreme Court would overturn it because it would go all the way to the Supreme Court, this weapons charge in Washington, D.C., and then the Supreme Court would overturn it because Clarence Thomas in 1790 or something like that. Is, do I have that straight? Yes. And, <laughs> well, or do you know the exact reason he dismissed you? Do you? Yeah. No I, no, I haven't looked. I'm just taking your word for it because you apparently no, know. I'm asking you. Did, did you know? Exactly. Yeah, he, he dismissed the case because he's pro-crime, because he's a no, Biden he guy. Well, he is, and, and he's responsible. Now, you say the Supreme Court. I say the U.S. attorney in the District of Columbia is responsible for the murder of this 25-year-old teacher from Kentucky because he let this criminal on the street drop charges five days earlier, and then the uh, criminal with an illegal gun went back to doing what criminals do with illegal guns, and he murdered a 25-year-old man and the 22-year-old suspect who has multiple names and aliases and so on. Um, they murdered Max Emerson, 25 years old, who was in town for a professional development workshop uh, as a teacher, and it was going to be at the Library of Congress, but his stop at Catholic University was his last stop. And, and uh, Mike, that's, uh, that's all the time we have, I think, for... Uh, but thanks for calling in, because I think you do represent the liberal mindset and the liberal point of view very well. Now, see, Mike, I think that criminals are responsible for violent crime and their illegal use of illegal guns uh, and that uh, citizens should be and are allowed to uh, defend ourselves against your sons, because the problem is not our guns, it's your sons. Now, that's that's it in a nutshell. And thank God we have Clarence Thomas and other members of the Supreme Court that protect and defend the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, uh, because these are our rights, uh, Mike, and uh, our rights being intact. Very important. We're supposed to uh, keep those rights intact and pass those on to the next generation, not do away with them because we're having hysterical hissy fits based on our fundamental misunderstanding of everything that goes on around us, which was just on parade there for a few minutes. But thank you, Mike, Mike the Lib. That was Mike the Lib. You know, CBD is everywhere. They're putting CBD in everything now. And my friends at Generic CBD have infused it into their number one best-selling, deep-penetrating muscle and joint cream. And let me tell you something. We've got it at home. This stuff is amazing. It melts right into your knees, your elbows, your shoulder, your back, and those stiff hands and knuckles, your fingers. It goes to work in a matter of seconds, and it's a fantastic moisturizer, too. The company is called GenericCBD.com. You've heard me talk about them before. They sell premium CBD products for a whole lot less cash, right? And right now, 
You could try their muscle and joint cream absolutely free. It's free. You just paid two ninety five to help with the shipping and handling, you know. But uh, don't worry about it. It's not a subscription or anything like that. No strings attached. They just want you to try it because they know you're going to love it and you're going to want more. So get your free sample at genericcbd.com. Maybe for somebody you know, somebody you love. That's G-E-N-E-R-I-C-C-B-D.com, genericcbd.com. These products and statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or illness. Um, but Mike is the voice of uh, liberal American. And, uh, you know, the racist attacks on Clarence Thomas are never-ending, aren't they? How dare you be a constitutional originalist, a, uh, a legal originalist? How dare you preserve the Bill of Rights and the Constitution so that it's intact for the next generation? The Democrat Party is here to dismantle the Bill of Rights. Right? One amendment at a time. They don't like the First Amendment, do they? No. Your right to free speech, practice of religion. No, no, no. They like their right to riot and loot, though. And then the Second Amendment, they'd, just, they'd line item veto that one, wouldn't they? They're not on our side. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear, around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. All right, well, Mike the Lib, uh, I think, was uh, an invaluable contribution there. The, uh, the Supreme Court is responsible for violent crime, which really means the Bill of Rights is responsible for violent crime, which is the Democrat, it's the left-wing view of the world. If we just do away with the Bill of Rights, there will be no crime. I, I would say that we should ban any registered Democrat from owning a firearm. And if you're found in possession of a firearm, you should, you should go to prison for as long as Leslie Van Houten of the Democrat Party's Manson family. You know, the uh, Charles Manson, he wanted a, a race war. That's what Helter Skelter was all about. Uh, the Democrat Party is uh, still working on that, that Charles Manson dream. Doing a heck of a job, too. Uh, we've got Leslie Van Houten coming up. We've got, uh, and, and your calls as well. On guns, a lot of people called in about guns. Curtis Mayfield for Eric Adams. I know he's a big listener. Uh, we've got uh, also uh, Dylan Mulvaney, who helped to destroy the brand Bud Light. But really, it was that woman at Bud Light that uh, that did it. Dylan Mulvaney has fled the United States of America because Dylan Mulvaney doesn't feel safe in the United States of America. 
And um, I'll, uh, I'll explain coming up. A ridiculous person. And the Democrat state representative in Georgia that has fled the Democrat Party because she realized that they're insane and has joined the Republican Party. She is because Democrats think it's the only thing that matters, an African-American woman. Uh, and uh, we'll get to that, too. Lots of stuff. And the teen girl who just wants to swim competitively, but the Democrats keep, uh, you know, flapping male genitalia in front of her 16-year-old face because they're sexualizing children at younger and younger ages, and they think that's kosher. Is that a reference to a kosher? Never mind. Let's go to uh, let's go to the telephones. Let's go to Rick calling from Wilmington, North Carolina. Ricardo, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hi, Chris. Hey, hey Rick. You know, uh, Mike Delib was talking about the 18, 1890s law, and in North Carolina, just recently, our Republican-led uh, legislature just passed a, a, a law getting rid of the sheriffs back in the 1890s. Uh, or back when the Democrats were running slaves and, and making Jim Crow laws here, they also made a law that said the sheriffs get to decide who does and does not get a pistol permit in this state. And the Republican legislature said, you know, they can abuse that. And the reason why they wrote it to begin with was because they wanted to keep black people from getting um, pistol permits in the state. And this was, you know, right before we had a, a, a coup in Wilmington, North Carolina, the 1898 coup, where they actually took over the the, uh, where the Democrats actually took over the government from uh, because black people got elected. But the, the, the state legislature just passed this law, uh, uh, I think about a month ago, maybe two months ago, and it goes into effect in January and takes the power away from the sheriffs to decide who does and does not get um, pistol permits in North Carolina. And it was originally a law written because they wanted to keep black people, the Democrats wanted to keep black people from getting pistol permits in North Carolina. Well, and, and Governor Cooper, the Democrat Governor Cooper, vetoed it. But fortunately, we have a, a majority in the legislature, and they overrode the veto. Um, the uh, the 1898 coup that you talk about, you said because black people got arrested, the Democrats uh, got uh, elected. Rather, uh, the uh, Democrats yeah. took over. It's because the uh, the black people being elected were Republicans, of course, and, and so the white racist Democrats launched a uh, violent. Uh, takeover of the state government, the uh, the Wilmington the massacre city. and the Wilmington yep. coup, right? Uh, and yep, uh, the city government, yep. Yeah, and uh, that's because the Democrat Party has always been the party of, well, of racism, and they continue to be this day. Uh, from the yep. Confederate States of America, to you mentioned Jim Crow, uh, every single Jim Crow law, Democrat law, everybody that stood in a schoolhouse door was a Democrat. Uh, the Democrats created the White Knights of the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, that's the Democrat Party. And, uh, boy, they've been able to erase their history pretty effectively, haven't they? Yep, and they're still trying to keep black people from getting guns, even today. And they, they wanna, are. They want to make, the, make gun purchase more and more and more difficult. And, really, gun rights are human rights, if you, if you look at it, especially for women who— who are physically weaker than men, and they need the ability to have a gun to protect themselves. A gun makes a a gun makes a, a 98 pound, 80 year old lady equal to a 278 pound thug. God made man. Samuel Colt made all men equal. Correctamundo. There it is, uh, Rick. Also, Rick, you know the Democrats kept women from getting the vote. 
uh, for about 20 years in the United States of America while Republicans were fighting in Washington and in the states across the country to uh, get the 19th Amendment passed to get women the vote. The Democrats fought vociferously yep. against uh, women getting the vote. Suffrage, uh, the suffrage movement, uh, the Democrats were their primary opposition, and they kept, they were successful in preventing women from getting the vote for about 20 years in the United States of America, while Republicans, the party of abolition, that's the uh, uh, abolition, the abolishment of slavery, uh, the Republican Party was founded to end slavery in very large part, and the Republican Party fought to get women the vote in the United States of America, while the Democrat Party fought against it. And it's amazing that they, because of uh, academic dominance and information dominance, they have been able, journalistic dominance, they've been able to erase their awful stain of a history. And really, the Democrat Party's history is a stain not only on American history, but you look at every every stain on American history, uh, you're going to find a Democrat behind the tree because that's the history of the Democrat Party. Rick, thanks for the... Uh, I, I think Woodrow Wilson's wife was the one that actually signed the, the women's vote after he was incapacitated by a stroke. Well, he, at, he wasn't going to sign. He, did, he didn't want it, and she signed it after she was signing everything for him. I believe, wasn't it? They, uh, I'd have to, I'd have to go check on that one myself. I'm not familiar with that, but it wouldn't be surprising. Woodrow Wilson fought against. I know that he and the Democrat Party fought against women getting the vote in the 19th Amendment, and and then when it was passed in Washington, the Democrats fought against it on a state level across the country to prevent women from getting the vote. Woodrow Wilson, a progressive Democrat president, was of course you know, presided over our entry into World War One, and uh, also was a racist and a segregationist and uh, played the first uh, motion picture. Typical at, Democrat. Yeah, yeah, he was liberal Democrat progressive, yeah. <laughs> typical and, Democrat. Yeah, oh, typical, yeah, right. And and uh, played the first movie, first movie ever played at the White House was a terribly racist uh, movie, Birth of a Nation. And, um, yeah, he was a, ter- and he's uh, entombed in the Washington National Cathedral, Woodrow Wilson is the only president buried in Washington, D.C. We just covered a lot of history there, Rick. Well, yeah, we did. A lot of stuff. You know, if they're going to remove monuments, I think the first monument they need to remove, you know, they're trying to remove all the Confederate monuments. I think the very first monument to slavery, the KKK and Jim Crow, that they need to remove is the party that presided over them all. Uh, I've been, I've been, I've been saying you're absolutely right, and I've been saying that for years, that really if you want to – I have been saying this for years, talking about this in this context, Rick – uh, it's and they're tearing down the statues and taking down the portraits in the U.S. Capitol. Nancy Pelosi presided over the removal of portraits, and every single one of them was a Democrat. Every portrait removed was a Democrat, and you can't find it in any of the news stories that were allegedly written about it, uh, except in National Review or uh, you know at the Heritage Foundation or something like that. You know, somebody will hey, wait a minute, every single portrait taken down by Pelosi is because they're racist is of a Democrat. Every statue removed because they're racist is of a Democrat because the Democrat Party is the Democrat Party. Uh, Rick, thank you. Thank you, buddy. Good uh, good stuff. Let's uh, let's go, because we're, uh, we're on a roll here, on a theme. Let's go to uh, Bob calling from Winchester, Virginia. Oh, Bob, you're on the Chris Plant Show. On over a bridge, hopefully you can hear me. I want to address Mike the Lib and all the other Libs and tell them the reason why they get nothing on gun control is because we don't believe that they would only ask for one thing. The ultimate goal is repeal the Second Amendment. Um, they, 
as soon as they get one thing, they would want something else, and so therefore they get nothing. Well, you're 100% right that uh, they, their approach is always incremental. They'll uh, take a penny today, but in the end, they're after the whole dollar. And they'll take it a penny at a time. And, and you're right, the Second Amendment is their target. Uh, and the Bill of Rights, more broadly. Remember when gay people just wanted to be accepted? And that actually seemed pretty reasonable to me. I accept gay people. But now they demand to be celebrated. And we have men you know, dangling in front of seven-year-old girls in the girls' locker room. So that, that was a, a slippery slope that we have slid down all the way to the bottom. And so because we got burned before on guns, you get nothing. You're 100% right. And listen, and, and, and you're right. And it's like, well, you know, same-sex marriage. Okay, so same-sex marriage becomes law. And then before you know it, it's transgender education in kindergarten, first grade, second grade, third grade, in Florida, what the Democrat uh, Democrats and the media labeled the don't say gay bill was about saying, hey, let's not do the transgender education in K through third grade. That's all it was. Kindergarten, first, second, third grade. That's it. And they raised hell and they got Disney to turn against the state and the corporations and people canceling conventions in Florida. Because don't say gay, and, and it never said don't say gay anywhere. But it did say, let's not have men pretending to be women flapping their genitals in front of kindergartners and first graders. And the Democrat Party went absolutely bat guano over that and waged war against sanity and reason uh, because, because that's who they are. Bob, uh, thank you. I think you're paying attention. And since you brought it up, we've got a couple of stories related to that. A teen girl accused of hate speech after protesting transgenders in YMCA locker room. Now, this is a crazy story out of, of all places, Springfield, Illinois, because, you know, they're in the middle of the country, the lefties there, and they're absolutely crazy. And this nice young lady who uh, is a swimmer, a 16-year-old girl, uh, her sister was a college swimmer, and actually her sister, uh, is not only a college swimmer, but swam at the University of Kentucky, and interestingly enough, uh, swam with Riley Gaines, swam with Riley Gaines, and had to swim against Leah Thomas, who is a man, and uh, swims against women, uh, or at least used to in college athletics, because the Democrats say, no, women have male genitalia, and, uh, and people with male genitalia can get pregnant and have babies. This is what the Democrats say. So a... Uh, and it's an ongoing thing. In Illinois, we've got this story. And another teen in California, young lady, terrified after encountering naked male while showering YMCA moments moments uh, uh, before going out to swim in the women's locker room. Uh, and, and the Democrats shout you down if you say, this is inappropriate. They shout you down and they call you all kinds of names. An Illinois teenager who voiced concerns to her swim coach about biological males. See, you don't need the word biological there. Uh, the word is males, and that tells you everything you need to know. Identifying as transgender women, being allowed plural now, being allowed in the girls' locker room and said she was accused of hate speech because in April, 16-year-old Abigail Wheeler, a uh, swimmer, on the Springfield YMCA spy swim, swim team 
entered the girls' locker room to change, she noticed a couple of transgender individuals, that is, males with male genitalia. Uh, her father told the Illinois-based podcast, uh, 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 Gene Ives. Now, the head swim, swim coach, Alex Totura, is that little turtle? Uh, 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 Alex uh, Totura was informed of the situation but told Wheeler that there was nothing he could do about it. A few weeks later, parents uh, voiced concerns and uh, the monthly meeting, but they were told again by uh, local branch chief executive officer Angie Sowell uh, that there was nothing they could do, that these uh, biological males, meaning males, uh, are using the girls' locker rooms because the Democrats say that's the way it ought to be. Now, we've got uh, the, the young lady in question, Abigail Wheeler, was on the Fox News channel last night and uh, and was able to speak for herself, 16-year-old girl. And the Democrat Party says, um, I was going to say suck it up, but I, I, I should, you know, just uh, deal with it. They say deal with it. He was claiming to be a woman uh, and changing in the women's locker room at the YMCA facility. After I uh, expressed my concerns and was told I could use... Um, you know, the different locker rooms, the family changing or not use the facilities. Um, me and uh, a, f- a friend, a, a teammate actually, decided to put informative signs up in the women's locker room uh, to express our concerns. I have uh, pictures of the signs. The signs read, written with magic marker on, you know, the foam core board and stuff. Women deserve to be safe here. That's, and that's uh, considered to be women's rights biological females only. Why do you have to say biological? It's, uh, it's pretty amazing. Fight for what's right, these signs say. And then she was told that the signs were hate speech. We were both told that they were considered hate speech and disrespectful and that the why would follow up with our families and that it probably was not appropriate for us to practice that evening. Later, they sent emails to my family and phone calls stating that I am currently uh, banned from the Y until I have a meeting with the staff and uh, we uh, further explain into the punishments that they were going to give us. Punishments. They must be punished because they don't want to shower with men who are naked. She's a 16-year-old girl who wants to swim competitively. And uh, that's that's your Democrat Party. Hey, Mike the Lib, is this because the Supreme Court and Clarence Thomas recognize that there are two genders? Amazing. Also in um, Maryland, Frederick, Maryland, uh, trying to become the first openly transgender member of the House of Representatives. And the Democrats are flocking to him, of course, because... Um, and that's all they need to know. Transgender? All right, you're my member of Congress. Because it's identity politics on LSD. There is a, uh, another Democrat by the name of Dylan Mulvaney. Dylan Mulvaney. Um... And Dylan Mulvaney is a dude, look like a lady, and uh, Bud Light hired Dylan Mulvaney to do uh, an ad campaign of sorts. It was very limited, but it sure had an impact because uh, Bud Light is now out, uh, what is it, 30, uh, what, uh, $27 billion, $27 billion. The Harvard graduate, um, 
made uh, $27 billion disappear. And Dylan Mulvaney flees the United States of America to Peru because Dylan Mulvaney no longer feels safe in the United States of America. Made a little video following the Bud Light dust-up. Here is Dylan Mulvaney, I guess from Peru on the video. I've done shaman ceremonies that were like 10 years worth of therapy. It was wild. Shaman therapy. I've seen a lot of llamas. And the people here are so kind. I feel very safe here. It's a little sad that I had to leave my country to feel safe, but that will get better eventually. And I am dying for some Trader Joe's rolled chili lime chips. But other than that, I am so content. Still haven't been kissed yet, but I'm holding out hope. Um, Trader Joe's just lost $4 billion. <laughs> it's kind of sad. I don't know what Trader Joe's did to deserve that. But shaman ceremonies worth 10 years of therapy. Uh, sounds like that might not be enough, however. Dylan Mulvaney. And most of all, you know, this trip has just has me feeling like I'm my own best friend again. And that is the best feeling in the world. And I hope that you feel that way about yourself, too. Oh, I do. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm, my own, I'm my own best friend for certain. I, uh, boy, am I, am I my own best friend. That is uh, Dylan Mulvaney. Had to leave because not safe in the United States anymore. Let's uh, let's go back to the telephones, Mike. Let's go to Chris calling from Marshall, Virginia. Christopher, you're on the Chris Plant Show. As always, calling from the front line of the heartland. It's an honor, sir. Welcome. I have a comment about Dylan Mulvaney, but uh, I would I would like to challenge a narrative. If if with all due respect, after I make my comment, um, I'm wondering if we get to rebrand. Uh, that area, Machu Picchu. Now that he's been there, Machu Picchu. I don't. Well, you can. I think you can rebrand it as uh, Machu right. Picchu if you'd like to, a peekaboo or uh, whatever you'd like. Yeah. Um, you know, the this is really the Democrat Party has has made everything better, ha- haven't they, Chris? They're going to lose an awful lot of um, revenue, I'm afraid. And, and it's just like you said about Trader Joe's. You know, what did they do to deserve that? Um, there is, you know, I love you guys. You know, we're we align on ninety nine point nine five percent of the things. I have one thing I'd like to challenge you with, with all due respect. Real, real quick. There are only seconds there's, remaining. There is the woman that that school teacher that said that we don't, you know, we call them maps. Right. She's a lifetime Republican. She was playing a role. That was. I'm going to have to investigate that. <laughs> John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.